here. Hello, everyone. This is Linda, a.k.a. Mommy Powers, and you're listening to Mixed Blessings with Mommy Powers, the podcast. It's 2020, and this is my first episode in 2020. Hopefully, I'll be able to create new episodes on a more regular basis this year. Um, Just like you, I have tons of stuff going on in my life, and sometimes I get ideas for episodes, and I don't go through with it, and then I forget what those ideas were, because hello, I am over the age of 50, and memory loss is real. So, what do I want? this first episode of 2020 to be about. I'm guessing that many of you are trying to stick to your New Year's resolution. One of them is probably wanting to get in shape, uh, whether that be lose weight or just tone up, maybe gain weight. Yes, there are people out there who need to gain weight. I was once one of them many, many years ago. Um, After I had my first child, that problem kind of disappeared because it's like my taste buds came alive. Every single thing, every single food item I encountered tasted delicious, and I just could not get enough of it. And I ate and ate and ate. Lo and behold, the pound started to be packed on. Um, I worked in a physician's office for many years. Uh, I was in the healthcare field for over a decade. And one of the offices I worked in, shout out to ABC Pediatrics. I know they are no longer uh, using the ABC Pediatrics name. They have a new name, but it was ABC Pediatrics when I was there in Chandler, Arizona, and the pharmaceutical reps, we called them drug reps, would come by um, every week, sometimes every day, and this is when Krispy Kreme first came out to Arizona. Oh my gosh, the drug reps would come in the morning with hot, fresh Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. Oh my goodness, those things are like What is it? Like Pringles? You can't eat just one? Is it Pringles or Lay's potato chips that you can't eat just one? Krispy Kreme glazed donuts for me back in the day because I haven't had one in forever. Oh my goodness. I could not eat just one. I would have at least two. And sometimes those drug reps, different drug reps would come in like every other morning. So I was having like at least two Krispy Kreme donuts a day. And then some of the um, drug reps would have catered lunches for us. And I would have whatever the meal was. It was usually some sort of pasta meal. And then, because you guys know I'm frugal. If you don't know I'm frugal, you know now. I am frugal. I hate to waste anything. So, we would have these lunches, catered lunches. They would bring in like a truckloads of food for our office we would all eat lunch and then like one of the uh, supervisors one of the back office girls was uh, the supervisor 
and they would clean up everything. And most days, cleaning up everything just meant throwing away all of the leftover meals from our catered lunch. And I'm talking about tons of food. Sometimes they would have trays that, they would bring in like two or three trays of food. Sometimes there were whole trays that didn't even get opened up. And they were throwing it away. When I found that out, I was, I was beside myself. I'm like, oh my God, that's good food. No one's even touched it. It's, it's good. I don't want it. I don't want it. So nobody wanted it. I'm like, okay, well, when I get home, after working my eight, nine hour day, guess what I have to do? I have to go home and cook dinner. And this was a full meal, like entree with sides, already cooked, and they were throwing it away. I'm like, if nobody else wants it, I'll take it home. We'll eat it. So that's what I started doing. So now I was eating my Krispy Kreme donuts in the morning, if they brought some. On other days, the doctors would bring something in. Like, we had this one doctor who would always bring different breads, banana breads, and stuff from Trader Joe's. So if I wasn't eating my Krispy Kreme donuts in the morning, I was having Trader Joe's bread or whatever was brought in. We would snack on that all day long. Then we would have our catered lunches, and I would get my full plate and eat. Sometimes I would go back for seconds. No shame in my game. If it was Macaroni Grill or Famous Dave's, OMG, Famous Dave's, they would even bring us dessert. They would bring us bread pudding. Have you ever had Famous Dave's barbecue? Well, they have bread pudding. And it is amazing. And it's huge, huge serving. And then, if they had leftovers, I would take it home. So then I was eating whatever I had for lunch for dinner. And sometimes there were so many leftovers that we had enough for the following night. So I wouldn't have to cook dinner for like two days in a row. We just have leftovers from the catered lunches. So that went on for years. And slowly but surely, I started packing on the pounds. And then once you turn 40, and then once you turn 50, and then my diabetes, and so yeah, I am overweight. I've lost um, about 20 to 25 pounds since uh, the end of June, since getting my diabetes diagnosis, because my ultimate goal is to be able to get off my meds, the metformin, which by the way, I do think the metformin is causing me to lose hair, lose more hair, I should add, because I've been losing hair steadily since about... Um, 1999 or 2000, if you've listened to some of my past episodes, I have um, touched on the subject of hair loss and how it runs in my, on my mom's side of the family, the women on my mom's Latina side. Well, my mom is Latina, so that's the only side she has, but... The women on my mom's side of the family do suffer from female hair loss. And now it's my turn. And it was, I mean, like I said, it's been going on. I was, I had a head full of hair. I mean, I had so much hair. Thank goodness I did. Because in 1999 or 2000, I started losing hair. I noticed it wasn't, I didn't have as much hair anymore. 
I didn't have any bulbs or anything. I just knew that I was losing hair. Well, June of this past year, 2019, I started taking metformin. June, July, August. Um, I was taking it. Then August, September were really, really difficult. Um, just a lot of stuff going on. I was super duper stressed. I did an episode on that. Um, just super duper stressed with my health and life. Just stuff that I'm, you know, just stuff. I'm not going to get into all of it because I'm just not. But yeah, super duper stressed. So the stress on top of the metformin, I believe, has accelerated my hair loss. So now it's getting down to the nitty gritty like. I'm, I'm washing my hair with a special shampoo. Hopefully it's going to work. I don't want to say what it is because if it doesn't work, then, you know, I don't want you guys to go out and buy it thinking, you know, well, she's using it, so it must be good. I've been using it for about a month now. I have not seen any new hair growth. Um, my hair is getting thin on top, which is exactly the way my mom's side of the family, my tia's, experience hair loss on top of their head and towards the front so it is much thinner um my hair gets greasy i have to wash it like every single day and if it is greasy you can really tell that my hair is thin up top so i wash it i blow dry it for the most part i can get over you can't really tell i have um a lot of hair loss unless the wind blows then you can see my super duper pale scalp that's I am biracial, so I was cursed with a super duper pale Casper scalp. It is much paler than the rest of my face, the rest of my body. Don't ask me why, that's just me. So yeah, if the wind starts blowing and my hair is really dark, so if the wind starts blowing, you can see my super duper pale white Casper scalp shining through. So like I said, I've been on it, this shampoo and treatment for one month. Um, the person I bought it from has her father-in-law on it. He started seeing some uh, regrowth, new growth, after five months. I am freaking out because I'm still losing hair. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, how much hair will I have left in five months? So I've actually thought about uh, supplementing my hair treatment with Rogaine, uh, Minoxyl, I think it's called. I don't know, because I read up on that, and that basically said, like, you should see some hair growth in five to six months. So, no matter what I use, I'm still going to have to wait for, like, five or six months before I see any hair growth. So, yeah, I might be wearing a wig soon. Oh, well. Such is life. I just have to accept it, deal with it, buy a suit wig, hair piece, whatever the case may be, and move on. But now I got off topic. I sort of got off topic. Um, if you haven't guessed, this episode is going to be about uh, resolutions for 2020. Mine is to continue to lose weight. I recently started going to the gym, so I want to up my gym game. Uh, yesterday, I took a walk with my son. Uh, we walked for two miles. I need to continue with that and increase that. I did notice when I came home... Um, after the two-mile walk, I did tested my blood sugar, and it was, like, way down. It was, like, 59. Like, it shouldn't be that low. So I had to get a, a glass of orange juice and drink it. But I know after workout, 
if you're diabetic, your sugars will get lower. So that's why they say if you're diabetic, you're not supposed to work out um, towards the end of the night. I guess, you know, they don't want you like going to bed and your sugars get super duper low and while you're asleep and, you know, you might have some type of crisis, health crisis. So I just have to watch that. But yeah, 2020 has got to be the year that I get my health stuff together. I've got to lose more weight. I've got to increase my muscle mass and um, watch what I eat. I need to stop eating the things that I know aren't good for me. No matter how good they taste, they're just destroying my body. I've got to stop it. It's self-sabotage. I'm like, why do we do that? Why, why do we do that? No, so what if it tastes good? It's cake or sweet tea or, you know, tons of pasta or tons of enchiladas. I don't know why we do that, but we do. So I've got to get um, better with that. I'm recording this. I'm parked in my car in a parking lot, and now there's like, people coming to their cars around me. So kind of like, oh, I hope they can't hear me. I have my windows all up, but still. Anyways. So 2020, I know lots of us have resolutions, you know, to get to the gym, which I started already. So I feel like I'm, you know, a step ahead of the game in that department. I already started the gym. I didn't want to be one of those who starts, you know, in January and then by February or March, we've stopped going. So I started going to the gym already last month. I want to keep it up. I've been, um doing about an hour's worth when I go. I've only been like four times, but for me, that's huge. You know, that is huge. I live a very sedentary lifestyle. Just because of my health stuff, um, you know, I'm always, well, not always, usually in pain. I have a lot of uh, fibromyalgia stuff going on, uh, low energy. Uh, If you've listened to my past episodes, you know, Besides the diabetes type 2, I also have uh, sleep apnea, so that has really screwed with me. I'm on a CPAP machine now. Um, I do have some updates for that, but I'll save that for another episode. I'm trying different uh, CPAP masks right now to see which works best, because I've had some air leakage with the one I am currently use. But anyways, getting back to 2020 and trying to get healthy what can we do differently to stay on track um it just really has to be a total change of lifestyle change of mindset you just have to come to the point where you're like i have to do this you know if i don't the consequences, the results are going to be really, really bad. You know, I don't want it to get any worse for me. I've already been diagnosed with diabetes type 2. I'm not on insulin. I'm only taking metformin. I don't want to ever be on insulin. So my goal is to lose more weight, uh, build muscle mass, get more active and stay active, eat better, uh, drink more water. I can go all day long without drinking anything. It'll be like 5 o'clock in the, after, in the evening. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't had anything to eat, anything to drink all day. 
that's not good. You know, my body cannot function without water. So I need to drink more water. Just, uh, it's difficult. Growing up, I was always underweight. So, so underweight. I was skin and bones. Um, people would make fun of me because I was so skinny. I remember senior year in high school, I went out somewhere. It was like this one area where people used to like park their cars and cruise. And I went out there with one of my friends one time. I think it was senior year. Yeah, it had to have been senior year. Like on a Friday night or Saturday night. And she knew everybody would be parked there. And I had this little yellow dress on. It was like a little mini dress type deal. And I had these purple beads, purple beaded necklace, and these purple high heel shoes. They weren't like super duper high heels. They were like teeny tiny heels because I can't walk in high heels. But I thought I looked so cool. And I remember this guy, he was, he was actually the quarterback of our football team. He saw me and we were crossing the street. I remember he yelled out, hey, banana, banana. And all his friends started laughing. So evidently in the yellow dress, skinny as I was, I looked like a banana. Yeah. Oh, well, I just kept walking. I laughed and kept walking. I was super skinny, super duper skinny. My entire elementary, uh, middle school, teen years, up until my late 20s, I was super duper skinny. I had a shape though. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I had a nice, a nice shape. So I had meat on my bones where I needed it. But I was super duper skinny, so never ever did I think I would have a weight problem. It's like in my mind, I'm still skinny and in shape. But yeah, the mirror tells me different. And the the scale tells me different. So I know that in shape person is in there. I just have to find her again. And that is one of my biggest goals for 2020. To take better care of myself, to find that in-shape person underneath my layers of blubber and I know I can and I will I will say I am not morbidly obese so it's not like I need to lose you know like a hundred or two hundred or three hundred pounds or anything like that so that's good you know and sometimes I wonder like People who are morbidly obese, like sometimes I watch the one show on TV, uh, My 600 Pound Life, and it's like, I am diabetic, I need to lose weight, you know, I have all this other stuff going on, how are these people who are, you know, 700 pounds, how are they not diabetic? Now, what's up with that? I know a lot of it is hereditary, and diabetes did run on my mom's side of the family, but sometimes it just, it upsets me. It really does. I'm like, why do I have diabetes and people who are 800 pounds don't have diabetes, you know? I don't know. It's just weird. That's just the stuff that goes through my head. So anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know that if you are struggling with your weight, if 
one of your resolutions is to get in shape, to eat better, to exercise more, to drink more water, I just want to let you know that I am right there with you and we can do this. Like I said, I've already lost like 20 pounds since June. We can do this. We can reclaim our health and it's time. You know, if you've been wondering, if you've been putting it off, I remember when I first started gaining weight, I remember I gained like five pounds and saying to myself, ah, that's nothing, five pounds. I can lose that in a week. And so I just kept eating the way I was eating. And then it was 10 pounds. Ah, 10 pounds is nothing. I can lose that in two weeks. And then it was 20 pounds. Like, uh uh-oh, 20 pounds overweight. And I'll start a diet next month. Before I knew it, it was like 40 pounds, 50 pounds. OMG. You know, then you start freaking out. Like, oh my God. Now I need to lose 50 pounds. I can't do that. I can't lose 50 pounds. I like to eat too much. And I just sort of didn't even try. You know, and then I became depressed because I was 50 pounds overweight. So what did I do? I started eating more, you know, and it's like, oh, well, I'm already overweight. You know, might as well, might as well eat it. Might as well drink it. So, yeah, I just want you to know you're not alone. I'm right there with you. I know you can do it. I know I can do it. We can do this. You know, in 2020, to me, 2020 is about new beginnings. Uh, New beginnings, just wiping the slate clean, starting over, trying harder to be better and to do better. And not just this, but many, many aspects of my life. You know, just wanting to be a better person, a better wife, a better mother, a better employee, a better friend, a better cousin, a better sister, just a better person. And God willing, a better Christian. I need to get back into church. Um, I need to get back into reading my Bible. No, I pray. I pray every day. I pray multiple times a day. And I know I would not have gotten through some of the things that I have gotten through without without God. Period. So, 2020 for me is about doing better and being better. And it starts with taking better care of myself and my health. If you are feeling the same way, then let's do this. Let's do it. It's time. That's all I have to say today. Once again, Happy New Year. We made it to 2020. We're here for a purpose. We're here for a reason. Take care of yourself. Be good to one another. Love one another. And I will... See you next time. Thank you for listening. This is Linda, aka Mommy Powers, and you've been listening to Mixed Blessings with Mommy Powers, the podcast.